y'all, guess what? What, girl? You're here with Felicia. I am out of the streets, and you can call me Mrs. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. I'm Rosa. And I gotta say, I cringe every time I see y'all put those fish pictures or a dead deer picture on your Facebook profile. Yeah, cringy. Anyway, <laughs> before we get started, go check us out on Instagram. We're on there on at Yaga Sweat Podcast and on TikTok at Yaga Sweat Pod. And subscribe on Patreon for the full unedited video and uh, more ex- exclusive content. And anywhere you get your podcast, rate, subscribe, and review. All that, girl. Now, let's go ahead and get into it. We're going to start with our weekly updates. Um, I'm going to go first. (laughs) So I had uh, quite an incredible week. Um, The most exciting part is that my sister had her uh, second child on um, Friday. So this was just over the weekend. Yeah, so... Yeah, I'm an auntie again. Another son. He's so cute. All the babies hmm. in my family are pretty big. They're big babies. Yeah, huh? they're tall babies. I bet you guys are very tall. Well, yeah, she said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. Um, the next thing that happened that was almost as sweet. Yes, wow. I got engaged. I went. <laughs> Yeah, it was super exciting. So, yeah, I mean, when I said, yeah, so, the streets, honey girl. <laughs> out of the streets, out of commission, okay? Yeah, but the it's cool. It is what? Claimed, <laughs> like I said. I'm like, look at my rock. Look at my rock. <laughs> I like I said, you're a fiance now, okay? A fiance is coming for you, bitch. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, that is my weekly update. It's been a pretty incredible couple of days for me. Yes. Are you still on like cloud nine or like, are you pretty settled? Like now that you're back in town, are you still like riding that high of like just being engaged in New York? Girl. I don't even know where I am. <laughs> You're like, I'm somewhere in between. I'm just here. Like. I'm so like, I was driving to work today. I was just, you know, because, you know, I got to work pretty early and I was driving to work mm-hmm. and the sun was coming up a little bit and it just caught it just right. And I said, oh, yeah. You're like, oh, my gosh. Yes. That That's me. Yeah, like that big old truck is me now. So, yeah. I love I'm it. like, I'm still like, kind of working through it. It, it, it like it still feels like a Wednesday but I know that it's gonna hit me randomly on like a what on a Monday afternoon oh yeah and it'll come in waves <laughs> yeah I'm just gonna be like holy shit <laughs> right holy but, shit yeah, I'm really excited I'm really happy. Oh, enjoy it I'm so happy for you. I'm so excited to like start the process, you know, like, again, I told you no rush, but like, once you're ready, we can start like the whole process. It's going to be, yeah. It's going to be fun. (laughs) But the super, you know, I like to be prepared, so. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, you know, you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. Um, Exactly. Like that. But, yeah. So, that's how we camped Tell me about it. Go on for the next two hours. Mm, yeah, we want to hear more about that trip, and we will in the <laughs> later segment. <laughs> but my update is I don't have anything new. I'll just have to re-record this because, to be honest with you, I didn't even I'm have dead. anything written down. For the <laughs> um, let me yeah, think real quick. Coco, huh? something funny. Yeah, I, don't you know. I, I had to. Had a bitch at work. Hold on. <laughs> I think I did have it written down. Hold on. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. You're fine. To be honest, his lights is blinding the fuck out of me. So let me know if I'm really? looking cross-eyed. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, because it's pretty much already dark outside. And these lights are on. Those lights are on. That light is on. And then the light in the kitchen is on. And the ring light. Dude, I know. I have all the lights on in here, too. It's just like in my fucking... I'm like, see a spot. on. Damn, bro. I really like, I'm struggling now. Let me think of something. Cause like my life is so boring. Like I don't do much. So I don't want to say that. You know, I'm trying to think of something funny to say. <laughs> just be like, just tell them my life is boring. I watched my dog take a shit on my carpet. Like, I don't know. I was really pissed about it. <laughs> 
He looked me dead uh, in the eye while he did it, too. He looked me dead in the fucking eye. Okay, let me think. Oh, my God. I oh, okay. I can talk about... I already talked about therapy last time, I think. Okay, let me go back. I got it. I got it. Okay. <clears throat> um, ask me again, like, what my update is, and I'll just cut him. Oh, my God. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> man, man, I love this fucking hand. It's so fucking weird. I know you do. You always pull it out of, like, the weirdest places. I'm like, what is you doing? Like, when did that hand get in the shot? I didn't even see it. Because <laughs> so she's sitting right over here. Oh, okay. My nail table set up in this fireworks. Oh, okay, okay. I got you. <laughs> so she just... I call her Diana. I love that. Anyway. My screen went dark. Okay. All right. But yeah, that's um, how my week has been going. It's been pretty great. Um, so yeah, tell me about yours. <laughs> so my week has been so redundant. It's like all the same shit. I've been just trying to build. Like I'm trying to get my shit together. I'm in the build stage of my life. Like we talked about last period. Mm-hmm. Last period last episode so i've been focusing on work and working on this and school mm-hmm. i've been also like when i do get like a any downtime i've been binging yellowstone bro and i just oh, just want to say not everybody like thinks they'll be into this because of like the country cowboy no. aspect of it because they are in montana yeah but this show is fucking good i will say it's fucking good. Um, the amount of white shit that these oh. motherfuckers get into and let's not even talk about the Native American squirrel. So I'm glad you brought it up. <laughs> yeah. Because y'all sir, I haven't been watching it recently, but I did um I was watching it a couple years ago. It, oh yeah. It it hits. It hits. It is. But then um no spoilers though, because I'm I'm in like season one, episode like four or five. No. Like I'm about no, I'm in, like about to be done with Where season is it one. On? It's on Peacock uh, or like Paramount Network. Oh, Xavier has that. I gotta get it on Prime. Oh yeah, I already have it. It's so good, dude. And I'm like I'm the type of person that I get so emotionally attached to characters, especially if they're fine, <laughs> aka Casey's ass, because he's fine. Um, and mm-hmm. I just get emotionally attached, and so I like to drag it on. Like I, I like to binge, but like take my time with it, right? So that way, like, it doesn't like end too soon. Here, a couple episodes there, and then on a weekend, it might be a Yellowstone kind of day, right? It's like when I'm in the mood. It's like, have you ever? And uh, this is kind of like an obscure show too for some people. It's Outlander on Stars. That is my shit. That's one hundred percent probably my favorite show. Huh? You got stars? Let me get your password. Yes, girl. Use my login. Right. Hello. I work for a cable company. Have that shit. I haven't seen Outlander, but I have seen the um, previews for it. Oh, yeah. so good. Oh, you know what I want to tell you about? I don't know. What? Now, you love the show, but you know, I can't be trusted because after a couple episodes and a couple seasons of the same shit, like, I'm dropping off. But I love a good movie, girl. Yes, okay. And um, I recently saw a Sandra Bullock's movie on Netflix. I think it's called The Unforgivable or something like that. I tried watching that and maybe I just wasn't in the right mood or I just didn't have like the right um, like attention span for it at the time. It moved yeah. kind of slow in the beginning. Anyway. <laughs> what happened? I said it's because she looked dehydrated. <laughs> Yeah, she looked rough. But, yeah, no. I feel what you mean. You definitely do need to be, like, in the... In the mood for that kind of movie, yeah. For for that kind of movie, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a heavy topic, and it makes you think about um, the system and, like, just people and how they, how things can escalate and get to a certain point and 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 psychology as well like it, it it made me think once i got to the you know once i finished it off i was like damn hmm? that's crazy you know, 
I like a movie that'll make you think, like, think about it after. I was going to say that I like movies that make you think about them after, yeah. like, or just think about like, the topic or whatever, yeah. like, the lesson Now, at the end of the day, you know, it is still a movie. Of course, I know that the majority of life, most of it, 99 point whatever percent, is not going to work out like that. But, um, you know, it's like this for a reason, you know what I mean? Because it's not impossible, you know? Yeah. It's good to have. At the end, it's, it's I don't know, it just... It was it was it was a good watch. And another one that I thought was really cute and I actually really, really enjoyed was Red Notice. <laughs> you know, I love Dwayne Johnson, Ryan Reynolds, Gal Gadot. All of them in the same movie. Girl, I said I saw parts of that movie. Huh? I saw parts of that movie. And to be honest, I'll be real honest with you. I like all the actors and I like the like the idea of the like the plot, mm-hmm. but I just think the writing was so bad. Yeah. Like I just hate corny movies. Like, it's cute. Just, it's cute. <laughs> it's, I don't know. It's like James Bond meets like, I don't know, Disney Channel. <laughs> Not really. Yeah, right. It's like you know, it's like it was it's yeah. kind of predictable, but they got me a couple times with these motherfucking plot twists. I said, oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, I kind of was like in and out watching that, and uh, I think Gaga though is fine. I will say she is. Beautiful. I also think she's built like a pencil, but that is neither here nor there. Built like, like what? Huh? Built like a what? Pencil. A pencil? Yeah. Yeah. Right up and down, like it's a really look for her, but that yeah, everybody like she's rocking it. But where I'm from, that's called chata. Give me it. That means you're that means you're chata, like you like are not you're like an ironing board and you know little booties matter, little bo- little boobs matter too. So we're not body shaming, no, no, no. but that's just what they call it in the <laughs> Like I just mean like just fit. Yeah. No, no, I know what you mean. It doesn't have a lot of shape. And I just I re I really like realized that in this movie and I was like, Yeah, damn, there's no she, she rocks it. She yeah, rocks I mean she's it. still incredible but i don't think people really noticed that before except for like people who are like ramrod thin you know like yeah like i was saying kendall kendall uh kendall jenner Jenner. Uh, um who is that i want to say kate moss but i feel like i'm not saying the right person are you talking about the kate Kate moss is the blonde that used to date johnny depp back in the day like they have all those like tumblr She's a model, yeah. yeah, and she was known for being like a party girl and like you know coked out and all that stuff. So oh, yeah, I, she's probably all that. But yeah, I remember her being real, real thin and real straight. And so that yeah. body type, I've only ever really associated with um, women with that type of stature. So like, I don't know, and I just kind of noticed it on her. I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> you're right. Like the stuff she was wearing in that movie like accentuates yeah, I was that. Like, I could never. Yeah. I anyway. <laughs> right? Um, that's all the weekly updates we have though. Next we can get into our segment, which this week is gonna be our bitch about it segment. I'll go first, because you know me, I'm always I always got something to bitch about or like grievances, you know. Okay, so can we talk about and I know you don't follow all these shows, so I'll give you like the Spark Notes version so you can keep up with the drama and like not sit through the, the whole show. Okay. So these real reality shows where like the housewives, it's two and two specific ones have been in like legal trouble, like felonies in the past couple of years, in the last year. So there's two. There's Erica Jane who got sued for like misappropriating funds allegedly with her and her ex-husband who was a big-time lawyer and then there's the most recent one is jen shaw she apparently was running a fraudulent like a fraudulent marketing scheme with her with her partner Stu, and she's on this reality show both of these women choose to be on a reality show for like all their dirty laundry to be aired out Mm. so that's what i want to bitch about is like why if you know you're doing something sketchy or illegal why go on a show why they're probably not thinking about it. It seems really greedy. And not just greedy for money, yeah. but greedy for fame. Because fame. I think wealth and fame don't necessarily go hand in hand. Right? Like you see a lot of people who are super, super famous, you know, you're like, How are you broke? You're like one of the most popular, whoever the fucks, 
Right. Yeah. Whereas wealth, you know, so when people kind of go for that fame and then they realize I know where to cash it, you know, it's, it's not, you're not making as much money as Beyonce, <laughs> you know, yeah. you're not hanging out with Oprah because you're not there. You, you still, yeah, you rich, but you're not, you know what I mean? Right, you're not on that level, yeah. You're not and to that caliber, kind yeah. Of, I don't really know what it's like, but, you know, you hear a lot of um, affluent people talk about, you know, the rat race and how people will try to keep up, you know, they want, mm-hmm. you know, they'll, instead of focusing their cash or focusing their money. For yeah. it's to keep up with appearances. Right, they just want to keep up with the mm-hmm. and everything. And at the end of the day, it doesn't really work out for them. So I'm thinking just for me, that's immediately, that's my first, I don't know anything, right? I'm an idiot. But, (laughs) but, you know, just from right off the top, that's what I'm, that's what I'm thinking. Like you want, you want the fame, you want the notoriety, you want to be able to walk in and say, oh my God, you're whoever, can you sign this? Or, oh, it's you. I'll get you a table right away. Or like the something as simple as like the Instagram followers, like they could be doing it for that, like social media fame. It's like right, exactly. Yeah, my mind always goes to like I guess they do it for like you said greed, like the money. But it's like now you're facing like I don't know, and and that's this is a whole other thing is cancel culture. Now they're getting canceled for something that again it's alleged they might or might mm-hmm. not have done this stuff. But it's looking like, like especially Jen, Jen Shaw. Appropriating funds. Whose company was it that was misappropriating stuff? So the the short version of the Erica Jane drama is that she was basically a sugar baby. She met um a, this older lawyer gentleman, like back in California or whenever, back in the mm-hmm. day, you know, twenty. They've been married over twenty years, and they just now got a divorce when all this stuff happened. So it came out that they got a divorce, and then uh, her ex husband was getting sued because he didn't pay these settlement victims, these like uh, plane crash victims that he was supposed to pay like a settlement to, like many millions and millions of dollars to. The money went missing, and then they go to dig. And they're like, oh, she left him so that way they don't come after her money because they realize that he was funneling those 12, the 12, 12 or $20 million that were missing for these victims. Mm-hmm. It was being funneled through her company because she, she was uh, like on Broadway. She was actually in Chicago before the pandemic hit. She was like doing her own like singing career because of housewife. She got, she got popular like that. And so she had her own company, LLC, for all this stuff. And that's where the funds were funneled through allegedly. So oh. that hasn't huh? Did she know? Like she was like a willing participant. That's that is the million dollar question. That is what everybody wants to know. Did she know? Because the thing is a lot of and that's what that's the hot topic is a lot of these rich couples, the the woman doesn't know what the husband right. does with the money, you know? She so it's like he might have he might have mm-hmm. rich as fuck. exactly they say lawyers are the ones that know how to break the law actually i got that from yellowstone hello the lawyers are the ones that know how to break the law the best and so maybe he was tricking her into like maybe he was trying to frame her maybe they did did it together and thought they were going to get away with it that's what's still like you know we don't know yet the proceedings comes in for me because you know you get all this fame you realize the money and where where it's at but hey all of a sudden, you're famous. You have a platform. You have people who are willing to invest, who are willing to spend their money on your new yeah. hair brand or your new perfume, yeah. white bags, or your jewelry, or your candles, or whatever the case is. And all of a sudden, people's packages are going missing. They never get delivered. You instead of what you promise, it's a cheap version of what you of what you advertise. You know, shit like that. Dude, yes, the greed and that. Kylie Jenner did that recently. Did you hear about that? How they were, they were like coming at her for her swim line. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it was all over TikTok. Um, we can we can wrap this up and then oh yeah, because we have a topic one that's going to be juicy. So anyway, Kylie Swim came mm-hmm. out. Um, you know, I guess last summer it was like recent, and all these TikTok people, you know how they do like those hauls, like oh yeah, I just got the new Kylie skin or the Kylie palette, and they like try it on whatever. So they were doing all this stuff with Swim, 
Kylie Swim and all these TikTokers were trashing the brand because it's so like the picture and the price doesn't match what they received. They received a cheap sheen version of what they were paying for, like the $70, $80 swimsuits, and they look paper thin. They're not double lined like any good swimsuit is, you know, and they just, they're trash and it was so bad. So, yeah. But you know, the Kardashians, you know, the devil works harder, but the Kardashians and Kris Jenner work even harder. So that was in the, in t- in the TikTok and social media for a little bit. And then it was like the next scandal right. and it was over. <laughs> Yeah. Anyways. <clears throat> Damn. Yeah. Shall we get into topic That's one? That's some shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. All right. So, yeah, let's go ahead and get into topic one. So, <laughs> that is opinions over friendship breakups. Take. The- I have a whole story about this. Oh, girl, um, me too. <laughs> And I won't, yeah, and this is, like, kind of a recent one. I won't go into too many details because this is, like, such a long story and so much stuff happened for me and this friend to break mm-hmm. up. But let's just say it was, like, supposed to be a lifelong mm-hmm. friend, okay? So somebody that I had known since I was 16 years old, I was friends with this person for eight years, eight-plus years, um, when this breakup happened. And it was... It was over trust, bro. Like, long story short, we had a few little disagreements right before this final thing mm-hmm. happened. But, like, what did it for me was that one day, um, during the pandemic-ish, my parents moved in with me. Okay? The, they, they had moved back to Texas. They were trying to find a place to stay. So, obviously, they were going to stay with me in my second bedroom. Anyway, the day my mom moved in, my parents moved in to me, moved mm-hmm. in with me. My mom had me like looking at her phone for figuring out something, you know, because she doesn't know how to use her iPhone. So I'm, I'm looking through her phone. For some reason, I had to send her something through Facebook Messenger because it wasn't sending through mm-hmm. text. I had to send her. I don't know what. And I, I'm on her messenger. I'm on her Facebook or whatever. And something tells me, like, when I click on the messenger, I see my friend, my ex-friend's name pop up, like, at the top. And I'm like, interesting. So something tells me, go through it. Something's fishy. So I click on it. And I see that my mom being the, you know, helicopter nosy mom that she is, you know, she's much better now, but like at the time she was very much out of the loop in my like personal business, or she just wanted to know more, whatever the case may be. She messages that friend and asks her, Hey, what's going on with Rosa? Like, you know, what's, what's the the tea on Rosa basically. And this friend sang like a bird, Felicia sang like a motherfucking bird. Like a fucking bird. And when I tell you that, when I saw what this said friend replied to my mother, my stomach dropped. Like she told my mom, first of all, like two or three things that weren't even true because she wasn't really in the loop in my life at the time anyway. So she was just like making shit up to like, I don't, for what? Mm -hmm. I don't know. but it was, that was it. That was the literal end of that friendship. And so I deleted, I blocked her on my mom's phone, um, which I guess if my mom listens to this, she knows now that's why she haven't seen her page for like two years. Um, and I blocked the said friend on everything, including TikTok and Venmo and everything. So yeah, just deleted her out of my life. And to be completely honest, it was one of the best decisions I've made because I realize now that that was a toxic friendship anyway. So that's my story. And I'll wrap it up with, it was, it was traumatic and heartbreaking. And we don't talk enough about how much harder it is to break up with a girlfriend than it is you with know, a guy. And that's, that's something else. Because we actually got an interesting piece of mail um, about that. So um, we'll delve deeper into that but even when it just comes to friendships in general i think that when you have a close friend like that person is your you know what i mean and so when they do something that is painful to you you know that hurts like that shit it is different because this is not just a stranger on the street this is someone who you've given your love and your time, your affection and attention to. And 
and like your whole entire deepest darkest secrets you know and it's just it's just it's so honestly like that should be hurting especially when you know that you've been a good friend it cuts deep and i'm not saying that i was a perfect friend but it's just interesting because me and another girlfriend were friends with her Mm -hmm. for so long and this other girlfriend was friends with her even longer like since high school and so now we relate on like what we went through and that it's like huge friendship breakup Mm -hmm. we went through and we talk about it now and we're like dude we didn't really even know like how toxic it was it's like a, a toxic boyfriend like you don't realize how their mood and their drama affects your mood so much. And like, if you open up to that so much, it's, it just starts to affect you in a way that now I know it's not worth it. And the friendship I know now she wasn't trustworthy enough to, to be in my life like that. So I just, my life flourished since then, to be honest, because I just don't have that energy. People, you do so much better. And at first it kind of hurts because you're like, God, I miss you, you know? But also, it's like, I'm doing so good without you. I didn't realize that you were the thing that was holding me back. Yes. And like, I was holding, cause I, you know, I had to like take accountability and like talk to my, you know, girlfriend too. Like, man, we were holding ourselves back by staying in that situation with her. Yeah. Like, we, and now we know, like, we deserve better. We know better. And so, you know, that's just my experience mm-hmm. with it. Um, I think it, it was so heartbreaking, bro. It took me forever to get over that. But once I did, I was just like, you know what? I really, I didn't need you then. And I definitely don't need you mm-hmm. now. Like, I'm just a, a weight off my shoulders to not deal with untrustworthy people. I would rather <laughs> be in school for the rest of my life. I thought you were going to say I would rather <laughs> die. Yeah. But then I realized that <laughs> would <laughs> You're like, no, I know. A little bit too much of an exaggeration. A little too much. And definitely talking about. But. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I agree. Like, friendship breakups are just really difficult because you love this. It's it's a really interesting kind of love because you do love them a little different than you do your siblings or your family. Like. And even though I yeah. say, you know, those those lifelong friendships, like you're like, oh, they're like a sister to me and everything like that. It's true. But because they're not your sister, because they're not your brother, that love and that relationship that you have, that you built, like, is just, I don't know, it hits different, yeah. right? It's closer than, it's almost closer than a, a, you know, a sibling relationship because it's your chosen family. Like you literally are choosing to hang out with them. You don't have to. And so when you have to now choose to, like, I could never choose to get rid of my sister, right? You know what I mean? But with a friend, it's like, you can't be trusted, bitch. You got to. If you can't be trusted, like, I have to cut you off. It, at that point, it just became, like, I can't even let right. you back in my circle. Um, you know, you don't like, get to have access. Right. You Exactly. You don't get access to me anymore ever again. And I told, of course, my sister, because she's probably, like, you know, my closest friend on mm-hmm. Earth, my little sister. And she was like, bro, if my friends got a weird message like that from mom, because mom does shit like this all the time. It's not like my friend didn't know right. how mom is, you know, or how mom has been, you know. She's much better now again, but... My sister was like, bro, if my friends would have gotten that weird ass message from mom, they would have, if not blocked her and deleted it, they would have screenshotted it and sent it to me and be like, hey, girl, what do I say? Your mom's trying to get in, like, trying right. to ask me this. Like, that's, that's just girl code. That's right. common sense, you know? But what's your experience, though, with like friendship breakups? You know, what's interesting about 2020 was that it brought about a couple of them. Um, and I had I had a couple that actually really hurt me, you know. But I had this one friend where, and this will tie in later on. But I had this one friend where apparently we had had a falling out. It was actually two of my friends. We had had a falling out. I had no idea. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> you're like I, I even not aware I didn't know that we had a falling out Crazy. until you know I'm, I'm you know I'm 
sending messages, no response. I'm like, yeah, normal. It's been two days. Okay. Hmm. Damn, bro. Happy holidays. Happy birthday. Okay. Well, I've done my reaching out. You know me. I'm very, I'm a big fan of reciprocating. Yeah. Right. And I'm going to put in the effort, but if I don't see that you're receptive to that, I'm going to back off because clearly, you know, a bitch can take a hint, right? Yeah. There's that. And, you know, we didn't talk for a while. So then fast forward to a pandemic. I know everything's shut down. I know that nobody can work and, you know. So I'm like, nah, you guys are going to talk to me now. I know you have no excuses, bitch. So I'm like, you know, and fast forward, a conversation was had. I was like, nah, this ain't going to work. We got to talk in person. And when I pulled up, I heard now this friend wasn't talking about, was talking about me on the phone to other friends. Right. Mm-hmm. And she, she wasn't the one that was talking bad about me, but she was participating in the conversation. You know what I mean? It seems yeah. small, right? Because when people, you know, feel some type of way when they're in pain, whatever, hurt people, hurt people, right? Fine. Yeah. But just hearing that, honestly hurt me like on such a deep level because I honestly it would never have been something that I would have expected from her you know like like if somebody came up to me and said oh I heard such and such was you know this and this is what's happening you could show me video proof and I still might not believe it yeah, because you didn't think that they would ever like stoop that way or talk never, about you like that. Right, because because about the friendship that. that we had built, I'm like, there, I, I can't believe. And at the time, I haven't done anything to you. You know? Yeah. So it's not so like I have it. done. Yeah. It's, not like I, it's not like I fucked your man. You know? When I tell you I was so heartbroken, my heart was beating so fast. I was like, what did you do in that moment? Like, did you leave or did you, what did you say? And I was so hurt. But the reason why I went there in the first place was more powerful than the pain that I had just received. Because even in hearing that, I was like, okay, so I know how this is going to go. So you've proven to me that you can't be trusted, but I still want to know why that is. Like, but wow. you know what? We it took about well, we're two years in, so it's you know, and I will say we still we were we still talk. We're still friendly. I still wish the best for her. She still wishes the best for me, and I hope that one day we can have conversations like we used to. But I also know that that shit is never going to be the same. Because I've seen what you're capable of. You know? You'll never be able to trust her again the same way. It's like, ooh, girl. Mm -hmm. Am I emotional? Oh my god. (laughs) Alright, so let's get into topic two. Let's get into our second topic of the episode which is the shit to share topic um (laughs) so i have some shit to share tristan thompson is a menace to society (laughs) he is dangerous lock your hey hide your husbands hide your wife because tristan is impregnating everybody out here wait huh he is impregnating everybody out here really let me fill you in so you, Tristan Thompson is, of course, Khloe Kardashian's baby daddy. Oh, okay. She didn't marry him? No. Okay. They were engaged, but he keeps cheating. And so he won't she he won't give her a chance to marry him. She'll marry him if he would just stop cheating for a few months. Like, just give her enough time to, like, set up a wedding. But damn, like, he keeps embarrassing her. Together? 
they're not together. As far as the media knows, they're not because the latest scandal is that he got a girl pregnant while they were dating. So Tristan Thompson admits to fathering a child with Marilee Nichols and which is, uh, she's like a personal trainer that he was seeing like in Houston or something. Mm -hmm. And so it says today, paternity test results. This is like, this was a few weeks ago, but it says paternity test results revealed that I fathered a child with Marilee Nichols. This is his Instagram stories. I take full responsibility for my actions. Now that paternity has been established, I look forward to amicably raising our son. So let me just pause there. That's half of the statement. Screenshots came out because this girl put out screenshots of their uh, conversation on Snapchat where she was telling him about being pregnant. And you know what he said? He said that he need, she needs to basically get an abortion and get rid of it because she's not going to get any child support from him because he's about to retire from the Cleveland, Cleveland Cavaliers. And so there's no money to like get him for, basically. Right. So, okay, on one end, she might have trapped him per se you don't we don't know we weren't there on the other end you really are telling me that this man he basically was threatening her he was threat i don't have the screenshot of the text i don't think but he basically threatened her and told her like you're not gonna get shit if you have this baby you're gonna be a single mother is what he said like if you're if you're ready for that go ahead but i'm not gonna be he told her i'm not gonna be a part of this baby's life was it before the paternity test maybe he just this was before that's why i was like let's pause because this was when he changed his little attitude after of the whole thing after these screenshots came out that's right. this is after right then he changed his tune and said you know i am so sorry now that i know that he's actually my kid i'll take care of it right. all that bullshit like, you don't take care of the one you got now holy shit he just sounds like he's trying to keep from getting got yeah he's like, full of shit not to retire but- everybody would know that yeah, it's like he was just trying to get her to get rid of it. He just wanted to, like, you know, fix his mistake, whatever. Either way, he now prompted uh, Lamar Odom to, you know, uh, hit up Chloe, talking about, I wish you nothing but the best, and I'm hoping we can reconnect and stay friends and or to be good friends. And Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> What? Yeah, exactly. Go back. Say that again. So this Odom is sliding in the DM. Or hey, he probably did slide in the DMs, knowing him, you know thirsty exes and how they are. Oh but Lamar Odom commented on like one of the posts about. So Tristan, let me finish that statement because Tristan then when he says like, yeah, it's my kid. I'll take advantage. You know, I'll take responsibility for it he says i sincerely apologize to everyone i've heard blah, blah, blah. chloe you don't deserve this you don't deserve the heartache and humiliation i have caused you you don't deserve the way i've treated you blah, blah. i don't even want to read the rest of his statement because he's obviously full of shit because that's right. not How many times he's gonna do it he'll do it again pregnant. tomorrow huh I said, didn't he cheat on her when she was pregnant cheated on her when she was pregnant and also continued cheating on her and lying to her and whatever so it's a whole thing, and you know, kids on TikTok are pulling his his birth chart. You know, like us astrology hoes do, and they're like, this man is like an embodiment of cheating. He's a Pisces sun, so he's like in the clouds, always thinking that he's like above God or whatever. He's like in his own little world. He's like, I don't know what other placement, which placement it is, but they were like, he's also a Leo moon, I think, Leo moon or Leo rising. You know, where he's what like I thinking, I was like, is he Leo? <laughs> Leo, he's a Leo, so because he likes the attention, right. he likes the, 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 the right. The the chart was saying basically, he thinks he can get away with everything, and like he is really good at talking himself out of things. So I mean, that's just classic fuckboy behavior, but we knew that. So do better, do better, Chloe, do better, Tristan. You know, we'll just pray for y'all. Right. <laughs> I'm like the first time you cheated. Nah, fuck that. I'd rather be a single parent, especially with Maybe. Kardashian money, like. I'll be a single mom any any day of the week before I'll claim that. Right? Who has the patience? Who has the patience? Like, that's so embarrassing that he really is continually humiliating her. Over and over and over and over again? And I know that pain. I've been there before, but hey, I know better. But was Lamar Odom cheating, actually? Yeah, he apparently was not only, like, doing a bunch of drugs while they were married, but he was cheating while on said drugs, allegedly. Damn. <clears throat> yeah. Let's go, girl. I want to know what you have to share, though. Yeah, I actually wanted to piggyback 
on that because remember how I was saying, oh, well, whenever he was first saying that stuff to her, like, I was like, oh, well, she might, you know, there might be some gold digging going on. Maybe there was a trap, right? So okay. let's talk about the latest trap that I heard. And you know, I don't be staying with pop culture or whatever. But have you heard about the condom? Oh my god, not the hot sauce condom. Girl. 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 It's the hot Girl. <laughs> Girl. Girl. <laughs> it's the motherfucking hot sauce condom. Who was it fucking who was it? Chris Brown? Drake. Oh, fucking Drake. Right. Drake. They were trying to get that baby gravy from Drake. Yes, the hot sauce in the condom. And I'm like, I heard you. So what I heard was that, mm -hmm. you know, this girl was suing Drake for um, having hot sauce in the condom and it caused damage internally, right? And at mm -hmm. first I thought, that didn't hurt him, right? <laughs> like I thought, how did that work? I don't understand. So I got the breakdown. He put it in there after to kill the sperm. A girl went back in to now come and trap this man. I mean, is that not karma just for you? That is that is called uh, trapping 101. And we don't recommend it, ladies, because guess what? Now you're a single mother. Now you're a single mother. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but, but like that's, that wasn't your plan, right? No matter how much money you have, this shit is so hard. I'm like, the fact that you even had the nerve to sue. She, the fact that she really has the audacity to turn around and, and act like he owes her some money because she was trying to gold dig and didn't, right. didn't look at the condom. Because that's the other thing is you didn't look at it and didn't notice it was red. Even because other red, he could have put hydrochloric acid in that bit. The whole point of a condom is that whatever's in there stays in there. True that. And if you go out of your way to take it out, whatever you get out of there is your business. It's your business what you do with it after they he takes it off. I mean, honestly, I'm curious to see, and I'll do more research before next time so we can give, like, an update. Right. Like, it, you know, if they dismiss the lawsuit or what happened I with that. Because if I was a judge, I'd be like, word of law. I feel like she deserves jail time. <laughs> He literally right. deserves, I feel like, because honestly, I've talked about, about it. this. I think that there's, like, something, I don't know, don't quote me, but I know that, I know that there is a thing where, like, men will purposely impregnate women, and I think they can get in trouble for that. I mean, like, sabotaging, like, contraceptive. But in a way, I feel like that's sexual assault. Right. Like, if you are. Sexual assault. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know what, what you mean. Three, two like, is not what you, you know. Exactly. We both made a decision, and if we're both using protection, then we're using protection. It's not yeah. your prerogative to then turn around when I'm not looking to go grab that shit and fucking. Oh, have you heard of stealthing? Yeah, that's the word. Where they take it out in the middle of sex. Oh yeah, or that yeah. They'll pull it out without the other person's consent. So that's fucked up. But I agree, if men can get in trouble for it. Either way, both genders can get should get in trouble for that because that's trapping somebody and that's not cool. That's Absolutely. that's just not it. Oh, that is just fine. such a violation. So like, levels, like what is your deal? I really think you could you could really go places in life with that kind of information. exactly. Um, yeah, just too much. Um, I want to have an astro bitch moment. Okay, though. let's do it. Take us to the stars. <laughs> you um i i just want to piggyback off of what we started first episode we talked about the sun moon and rising and how everybody has like their own multifaceted version of those three mm -hmm. right and like their whole chart but the main three are the big three that we'll focus on so now we can get into the fun part of astrology was which is compatibility or synastry which is what they call it it's like how your charts line up with each mm -hmm. other so for example um compatibility of course could mean like with a partner or a mom a sibling a friend like you know me and you are compatible felicia because you have a lot of earth energies mm -hmm. and you you have a water moon as well and i'm, I'm a cancer so we link that way we just have a lot of good synergy mm -hmm. because we're either opposites and opposites do attract especially in astrology or we have similar placements and so we just connect with each other we, we get each right other. Yeah. 
So when people try to say like, oh, I'm a Capricorn and he's a Cancer, like, is that a good match? Well, do you know his moon sign? Do you know his rising sign? Do you know any of his other parts of his <laughs> chart? We need to know all three because you might be compatible with him on your sun sign. But guess what? That's not the most important sign. Maybe in your emo- in your subconscious mind, you're an Aries and he's a Capricorn and you guys aren't going to like get along. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it just, it has to match, mm-hmm. you know? So the synastry, um, basically what you need to know is opposites do attract. So when you find your big three, look up the opposite sign to your big three. So like the opposite sign to Cancer is Capricorn, the opposite sign to Gemini is Sagittarius. So find your opposite sign and they say What's the that the opposite sign of Taurus? Scorpio? Scorpio, I think. Yeah. Scorpio. So what's your rising, Felicia? You're a Scorpio rising? No, I'm a um Gemini rising. Gemini rising. You're Gemini rising. So that means since your ascendant or like Ge- or like a rising sign is in Gemini, then your ideal soulmate would either be a Sagittarius guy because that's the opposite or somebody with Sagittarius qualities. So somebody who keeps you young, who shows you things, who likes to teach you things. Huh? Which one is that? So it, obviously we know your man's not a Sag, but I bet you he probably has Sag placements. Mm-hmm. Huh? So he acts like a Sagittarius. Right, exactly. So it could be that he does, might not have any Sag Capricorn, isn't it? Sagittarius? Huh? No, Capricorn and Cancer are opposites. Gemini and Sag are opposites. Oh, okay. So, because your rising sign is who you are, like your best self, at your best, most evolved mm-hmm. self, then we go by that. You know, that's what they go by if they're like trying to find like your soulmate, somebody who embodies the the characteristics of your opposite mm-hmm. sign, of your the opposite rising sign. So, another example is somebody with, um. Like if your moon, you are to, you're a Pisces moon, mm-hmm. and I am a Capricorn moon. So in our subconscious, we probably don't always agree or like think the same mm-hmm. way because you're a lot of water energy. Pisces moons are very much in like their emotional world. Capricorn are like that too, but we don't express it, you know. So it's like we have our own little quirks that either makes you compatible or incompatible, depending on where your um, other signs are the, at. Yes, and if you guys have more questions about that or want it in more detail, like we can go into more detail, but that's the main thing is look up their big three or at least their sun and moon if you don't know their birth time and then do some sleuthing, you know, use your resources. Google is how I've learned a lot of this stuff. The other thing I want to mention is that astrology is, like we said about understanding, it's not a, it's not a set in stone thing. So it, you can make any relationship work if you work through it. The good thing is, if you know his big three or her big three, then you know what, you know, you can, you can, it's um, kind of maybe, easier to navigate the relationship. It's easier to navigate. You kind of can see just by knowing their sun and moon sign, how they act, what like what their personality is and how they think. That's huge. That's like the equivalent of like, you know, Googling somebody before the first day, except you get so much more because you don't get what's on paper, what's online on Facebook. You get like so much. Other mm-hmm. stuff. So anyway, synastry and compatibility has a lot to do with, you know, how you're going to like communicate mm-hmm. and like fight and love somebody like whether it's a friend, a sibling, a boyfriend, girlfriend. Um, the other thing is when you do find your, your birth chart, like the wheel chart or like all your placements and degrees and, and your guys mm-hmm. or girls, it's good to know not to post that online. Like I had, a, had, I had to have a friend tell me when I was first getting into astrology and she was right that you can't really share that with people that don't have the best intentions for you or like strangers on the internet because it is so in depth and it shows your inner world and it shows your entire life. To be honest, if you really know how to read a mm-hmm. chart, it can show you like the deepest darkest sides of you that you might not want everybody to know so keep it keep it in your inner circle or like to somebody that you mm-hmm. trust and yeah if you have any questions about that let us know let's go ahead and slide out because we got to go over some of this mail we got we got mail we got mail so let me go ahead and get started um the very first one we have is um a, a pretty interesting topic that i hear um people 
talk about and or complain about a lot recently. But for me, I think it's really interesting because I think it's usually like older people that complain about this. But um, <laughs> the topic being, why is it harder to date now? And honestly, Ooh, I'm like, I can see why that, you know, maybe the question, but I'm like, is it harder to date now? What do you think? I think, I think it's easier to date. I think it's just harder. I think we just have so many options and we live in like a society and generation that we are, especially us, that we grew up with kind of like with the invention mm -hmm. of the internet or like right after right. it at least that we grew up with like uh what is that called like uh quick satisfaction or whatever there's like a word for it we were like so used to instant gratification exactly instant gratification so you're like swiping mm -hmm. right and left and you can like find a date online and you can get on on any sketchy you know any website and find videos of anything mm -hmm. so it's just i feel like it's harder to filter through all the options. I don't think it's harder to date because it is so much easier to date. You could go to a bar and, you know, it, when there's not a pandemic, you can get on a dating app. You can get on, you know, you can, there's so many ways to meet people. It's just putting yourself out right. there and being open. But you know, I think that, especially in scope of this question, like, I think that usually when they, for me, typically, it's that now it's because of the social media era that it is harder today. And like you, you know, I agree a lot with what you said. Like, I don't think that it's harder today. And actually, I think it's a lot easier and it can be um, safer if you are cautious and you're, um, you know, alert and, you know, you are you got your wits about you, you know. And of course, that's not to say that people don't fall victim to well-meaning um, individuals all the time. I'm just saying, you know, yeah. I think that I would prefer meeting somebody on a dating app and talking to them for a few weeks before we finally decide to go out and meet somewhere public. You know what I mean? Like before we finally decide to go on a date, like my fiance, um, who weird. <laughs> fiance? Waiting Slide to slide that one in. Right? My, my fiance, fiance, bitch. Because you don't have one. <laughs> but yeah, I am on a dating app. I met him on Hinge. And I, yes, and I love that. But, you know, I had been on the dating apps as well. And one thing that I really appreciated is actually being able to filter. And listen, now I'm not really one to pay for the shit that's not free, but you can. <laughs> and yeah. they really, you know, kind of encourage that because that's when you really do get to filter it out. I mean, some of these apps, you can filter religion, education, height, um, belief, fucking what kind of school they went to on some of these, I'm sure, you know, like they have different apps and different sites specifically for Jewish people, specifically for black people, Asian peoples, uh, uh, mm -hmm. you know, South Asian people, Indian people, Latinos, farmersonly.com, Christian Mingle, like there's so many different niches of dating apps. Like, it's yeah. a whole, it's a whole thing. So, and also too, being able to have access to all of this, I think also kind of really you could look i could filter you down by mileage okay if I'm looking for an international all right i could set my <laughs> i could set my location to london today like i'm moving in a year what's good <laughs> yes and then right start scoping right? it out before you go have a little boo lined up a little boy you can just you know yeah. they have apps specifically for making friends which i think is really really interesting and it's really really cool so i don't know i don't think that it's harder to date i think that people are just because it's so accessible i think people are lazier lazy and as far as putting in the effort to get to know a person and honestly mm -hmm. like imagine you're at a bar with your friends having a good time or let's just say you're at a bar by yourself minding your business because it's a me date right and some dude comes up to you sure he's attractive and everything he's wanting to talk you up 
And then afterwards, you know, you guys are having a good time. And then he invites you to go somewhere else. Sir, no. Not. No. I don't know you. What's your last name? Where this is how you come guy. from? Let me see your closest friends. <laughs> what kind of taste in music do you have? I didn't learn that within the last 45 minutes to an hour that you've been talking to me. And I don't leave you in the room until I see you leave first and I've waited an hour. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I think because of the time that we're in, I feel like, and it might be silly. It might just be me. I might just be very, um, maybe a little too comfortable or what, but I feel like being able to really have a conversation before I allow you to take me on a date is paramount. Just for safety's sake yeah, and I then all the other. <laughs> yeah. I think some people say that it's harder to date too and it just came to me because of hookup culture. Mm -hmm. Because that is so prevalent now, especially with apps like Tinder where it's not about dating, it's about you know, right. whatever. And it's like, it's instant gratification. That's That's like, you know, if you maybe are, are scared of commitment or don't feel like you need a boyfriend or girlfriend at the time, like how easy is it, is it for you to get on this app and like find somebody to spend the night with is, you know, if, if that's what you want to do, go for it. But yeah, if you're on those kind of apps, it is going to be right. to find somebody to date because that's And that's for. why I said a lot of people who are that's the ones true. that are having issues, you know, on the apps to say, oh, it's so hard to date this. I'm like, well, yeah. you might be new to the whole and yeah. you got on plenty of fish when you should have got on eHarmony like those aren't necessarily the same thing yeah maybe you just haven't found the right app or just you just you know right. just keep trying at it my thing is I get why I get this line of thought though because like I'm so old school and I am a hopeless romantic so like my idea of like finding love to be honest girl is like you know, so corny. Like, thanks to me for fucking <laughs> me up like this. Like, in a grocery store and it's happily ever after. <laughs> Literally, like, like we both we both reach for the pasta at the same time, and I'm like, oh, this is my favorite spaghetti. Like, it's organic. Like, exactly. And it's like, and I saw a meme that was like on a Cancer Zodiac page, you know, because I follow the, the astrology pages, and it's a meme like, uh, Cancer men and women are like. Why do I have to date you? Just move in. Like, I don't want to go on a date with you. Just move in. And let's just cut to the chase. Like, I, this is, I, I just, I hate the whole dating thing because you have to, like, get to know somebody. And blah, blah, blah. I get that that's exhausting, but it's so much easier to do it now. And also, people say that it's harder now because, like, people don't stay together as long as our parents did or their parents did. But it's obviously because that time has passed where we needed y'all to open a bank account or to own some land. So now it's getting harder. I feel like women have realized that they don't need a man. They only want a man. So it's like men have to get to a certain mm -hmm. caliber to meet that standard for women. For so some. yeah, it is going to be harder to find your mate if for some. Mm -hmm, for, for some. some. Yeah. And, and <laughs> yeah. vice versa. Uh, Honestly. Yeah. And vice versa. It's, it's. You know, I say it's limb pickings out here, and I feel like it is depending on where you are and where you're looking and how, but I feel like if you just put yourself out right. there is all I got to say. Be a little bit more open, but also be paranoid. Be paranoid, but also open-minded. <laughs> We're like, don't get in the, in the truck that says free candy, don't, you know, with this man. Don't like, go on a date know. after you matched two hours earlier. Don't do yeah vet him just do the do the right. vetting process not only astrology wise but google him if you get there catfish leave immediately immediately they, they don't, don't even give him a chance to show his personality because we don't care no but you know what though when i did go with xavier he did pick me up <laughs> But I mean, we like a, a gentleman right. that will do those, and like, a, you know, that I romantic or almost cool a month thing. We actually went on our first date. Good. Yeah. I mean, it's like just vet your person. Just don't be overly trusting. When I say open minded, I just mean like don't be scared to answer the guy or to match with somebody out of your type. Right. Or, you know, what you think you need for yourself. 
Um, you have to filter through all the frogs to get to your picture. Period. <laughs> Again, thanks, Disney, for fucking me up. <laughs> I have a good question, and I want to get your I want to get your answer first. So here's my question, and this is a great one that Webb sent in. Would you ever, or have you ever, used a toy in the bedroom with your man? No. Have you or would you? Have I? <laughs> no. Would I? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, the idea sounds, it sounds fun, but quite frankly, I just really don't have the patience. Mm-hmm. Like, using a toy is well, because I'm alone. <laughs> like, that's just yeah true that but i mean true that i'm not against it it doesn't make me go ooh, you know i'm like sounds like fun i don't think yeah you're like it's not needed (laughs) like hurry up yeah (laughs) right but see here's my thing is you might want it like you might some people might use it to speed things up if that makes sense like if it can help if it can help either one of you climax sooner, mm-hmm. then why not? I have never, up until, you know, in the recent past, I haven't been with somebody that would even be open to that. Like, I remember I had an ex-boyfriend who mm-hmm. found my toys and made me throw them away, dude. Wait, like, what you was... mean made you throw away? Well, $60 oh, and this one was $60. So if you're not paying me $200 right you you can stop talking <laughs> <laughs> the thing is the thing is that this is this was young rosa this was like rosa when she was 20 21 whatever so i was like inexperienced wasn't really it was also a toxic relationship you so this man was insecure problem. i think he thought <laughs> i said you know i have an attitude problem no for real because if somebody told me that now i'll be like <laughs> You don't. You can't afford to replace these, babe. Like at all. These are. This is a three pack of silent vibrators from the UK, babe. You can't replace this if you wanted to. So try again. So that's what I would. That's what I would say mm-hmm. now at twenty six. But you know when whatever he was insecure, he wanted me to throw him away. Big whoop de doo. Because looking back, he was too insecure to like be outperformed by one. I think, which is interesting. Which. Really- like, you're really playing the, the game thing. wrong. <laughs> you didn't the you assignment. Because- That's what it was. Exactly. And so, when I experienced a guy that understood the assignment and, like, brought it up himself, like, hey, bring your toy. Because we and him are, like, having open conversation about sex and, like, kinks. And because we don't, you know, whatever. Right. We're just open about it. And he was like, bring your toy and I'll use it on you. And I was like, wait, you said you want to use, wait, on on me? You use it on me? <laughs> oh, okay, that's oh. fun. <laughs> okay. So that opens up the the door to you know me using it on him because somebody who is you know open enough with his sexuality to you know be okay with that like he doesn't he's not um, intimidated by this little you know six inch vibrator like you don't give a fuck about that you know he and i just thought hmm, this is interesting that they asked this because that when he asked me that i was like i just thought the fact that you even care enough to you know bring this third thing mm-hmm. in to help me out because it's not helping him out it's helping me out then i'm like i appreciate that and i see yeah. you and i respect you know what i will say that that is it's very um nice to have a open partner it really really helps yes. you to be really confident in yourself you know like yeah shit that you normally would be insecure about it's just like that's just regular human shit mm-hmm. like, exactly it's no longer a thing right. it's like it makes you less nervous to bring up stuff that right. you like or fantasies or anything and i feel Talk like it's about important it, you to know? have that open just see what you watch it yeah i love to see I love a man that like is so sure in himself that he doesn't even care if somebody calls him gay. Because first of all, that's not an insult, and second of all, if you are not gay, why are you so? Why defensive? are you mad about it then? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> right? Why are you so damn mad? Like, why? Just, there's no reason to be so triggered about that if you're not. So let's just chill. Chill. Gays didn't Relax. do anything to you. <laughs> Relax, sir. 
Um, but that was a good question though on the the toy thing. I feel like you guys should try it out with somebody you trust, which is the important part. If it's somebody you don't know or trust, it's not gonna be as fun or as comfortable. And if you're not ready for that, try it out on yourself first. There you go. Exactly. I'm jumping. I'm getting ahead of myself. We might have some like younger listeners or just people that don't use toys yet, but. Send us some more questions about that if you want to know more, because we can we can delve deep into all of that too. Yeah, and Anyways. be careful with what you Google. No, seriously. The internet will give you answers to questions you did not ask. You didn't even <laughs> you realize didn't it was a question. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, be careful. At all. Um, anyway. But- that's all we have for this week though thank you so much for tuning in again we are so glad you guys are tuning in and listening to the episodes send in more questions um also follow our personals personal igs mine is at rosa p garcia 95 and mine is at unofficially felicia yay thank you so much and of course rate review and subscribe to the y'all guess what podcast anywhere you get your podcasts and as always if you want it on another platform, let us know and we can submit it. Yep. Let us know because we don't really know what we're doing yet, but we're getting it together. Right, we're figuring it out and we appreciate <laughs> y'all being here with us to learn. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see y'all next time. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all.